What are you looking thing? at? You're fucking this fucking sorcery over here. Oh yeah. Hold on. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together Cooperative Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner Nave. Each pod we play through a cooperative experience. Then later you the listener, this game is the creme de la creme of co-op. There's something better off playing solo. Hey Nave. Dude, a fucking I'm on my way to on my way home from work, literally just like maybe 20 minutes ago, a fucking turkey jumped in front of my car in the middle of the city. Female or male? female it is the season for fucking thanks killing yeah <laughs> for fucking turkeys to kill themselves <laughs> well no like oklahoma like it's a turkey thing right you know yeah there's fucking turkeys everywhere this was a problem last year too well, i had a story yeah. about the fucking i, I mean the, the last two yeah. years it is a recurring tradition that turkeys harass nave in oklahoma but this turkey, yeah. luckily I saw it from a long distance away, but it was just walking into the street. <laughs> and I was like, surely that turkey's going to see me coming and just stop, right? And then it just, nope. And so I had plenty of time to slow down. But the people around me were like, what the fuck is going on? Like they honked at me and stuff, which of course startled the turkey. Well, it's weird because you wonder what natural predators are out there calling these wild turkeys yeah they're, 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 that they're fleeing into the fucking cities and getting nine to five jobs like what the fuck are they doing no that's what i'm saying where, like, there's nothing they? in the cities like they have what, what to deal with wild dogs maybe large house yeah, cats these fucking miscellaneous turkeys just fucking making my life a living nightmare like man so, i i could i could have imagined me playing hearthstone fucking battlegrounds on my phone for like five seconds and then hitting a damn a turkey, turkey. <laughs> while you're driving yeah the other day, like this was like three days ago, I was in the morning walking my dog and we're walking along and I look over and I see a, a I thought it was like a weird cat. And then we got closer because it was still like mid morning and there was an armadillo and we're in, I'm in Texas. So, yeah, yeah, there's armadillos and it was just trucking along and I was like, yo, I want to get next to that weird cat, like really wanted to get at it. And I'm like, no, but we can we can watch. We can admire nature. Anyways, the armadillo turns and looks at us and then starts trying towards us. So this little legs just like shuffling and like, oh, no, like, all of a sudden, like I had the, I had primal fear of this <laughs> unknown creature. And it's what I don't know what untoward motivations it might have had towards me and my dog. And meanwhile, my dog was like, oh, I'm about to rip and tear this armadillo. And I'm like, no, I don't want you to get the lumpus or leprosy or whatever it is that armadillo apparently have. Dude, no, but for real, like one time I was, I was, <laughs> there's a bunch of geese outside of the post office and I was walking on my phone. I just had my one headphone in and then I heard the geese, I got real close to it. I didn't realize I was walking right at a goose and then uh, it hissed at me and I, this is how I know I would fucking kill a, I would kill a goose with no hesitation is that the, the homicidal you rage, right there. dude, the homicidal <laughs> rage I felt. I was like, if this goose comes at me, I'm going to fucking grab it right on its neck. Like, I've been fantasizing about this for decades. <laughs> about grabbing the goose by the neck? Yeah. Well, you know, that's got to be the goose's weakest point. It's got to have some kind of maneuver that's going <laughs> to... Maybe. That's a, structural, that's a structural vulnerability for sure. Like, I don't... That, well, how do they even survive... Like, it, there's got to be some sort of, like, it's got to be a really strong muscle. You know what I mean? Like, what if I grabbed it by its neck and it wrapped around my arm like a boa constrictor? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you start losing blood flow to your arm. You're yeah. like, oh, it's got me. I'm being constricted. And then I just show up the next week on the and I have one arm. 
Yeah. And and I never told you because we save everything for the pod. Yeah, I'd be like, save for the pod. Which, speaking of saving for the pod, Nave, you asshole. Last week, I specifically asked you multiple times if my audio sounded bad. And you were like, it sounds fine to me. And then listening back, last episode's terrible. Okay, so here's the thing. And it's, I'm going to be honest, it's happening already. Like, you are dropping out again. I don't know I what am? is happening. Yeah, I don't know if you're bumping your mic and it's, like, coming unjiggled a little bit or something. But um, while but while I've got you here, you're my captive audience, I uh, you sounded fine. Like, and but at some point, I was getting concerned about the amount that you were dropping out because Zencaster, there's a lot of problems, right? We get run into problems. Sometimes yeah. we start lagging out or something, or like we become desynced, but Zencaster always fixes us. So I was like, hopefully, this is just a Zencaster problem because we've never had this problem before. Uh, but after about 30 minutes, I'm like, we have gone way too long for me to bring it up now because now you're just going to be mad at me if I bring it up 35 oh, yeah. minutes into the episode. I had that conscious thought where I was like, should I mention. Your mic is fucking dropping. Well, I hope it doesn't happen this time. Dear listener at home, I spent like 40 minutes trying to go over everything. So I, I hope I fixed everything so there's not any drops, unless it is a Zencaster problem. And I've just been chasing ghosts in the system or something, trying to figure out what the issue is. You are still dropping. You dropped in the middle of that sentence. What? Really? Yes. Which part? Hmm. I don't know. I don't I didn't I didn't commit it to memory. Oh no. <laughs> I can't hear you at all. Are you fucking with me? I was just moving his mouth. No, I'm in the process of resetting it. <laughs> and I didn't know if he was fucking with me or no. not. Oh my god, I'm not fucking with you. Okay, so we are a video games podcast, but we didn't actually play anything this week. Instead, we are going to take a little bit of a, a little break, a little breather, because even though it's the holidays, we or it's not the holidays yet. It's getting very close. It's about to be Halloween. I feel like I'm already super busy. There's all sorts of crap going on. So we're taking this week off and we're just going to kind of chat, talk about some of the assholes and just have a good time. But before we get there, Nave, what have we been playing this week? I've been playing a shitload, dude. I mean, a little bit of everything. Like usually there's one or two games in this little list here. Philip's looking at a fucking paragraph, an essay now. There's so many things. It already goes into like a whole nother paragraph. Yeah, two lines. Two well, lines, Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I'm still playing a lot of this. I'm just playing a little bit of, so just to knock two out of the way, quake two and we love Katamari. I'm just like for 30 minutes at a time, I like play a level in quake two. And then I play a little bit of Katamari. I'm just trying to get some achievements, get some gamer points. Katamari is adorable, by the way. I fucking love the second one, but I've already described it like twice. So you see that screenshot I see, I sent you. No, of what? Oh, of, uh, I'm going to see if I actually sent it to you. But it was a Katamari reference. There it is. I'll put it in, put in the notes for you. Right where I can see. So I thought I did. Did it work? No, I just put the same thing twice. <laughs> Look at that. There we go. But uh, in Rinshu, the app I use to study my little Japanese, I got a new word of the of the day, and it was Katamari. And oh, it even so you, had the, the prints in it. You set, You sent this to me, and I was like, this isn't for me. Because I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know what I'm looking at. Because it's literally like kanji, and then like you know how like it. I guess this is a thesaurus, <laughs> like just a bunch of words that mean similar things. I didn't know oh, that the word it's was a definition. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, oh, where on it does it say katamari? Above the kanji, it says the the kana. <laughs> I can't read that, Philip. I can't read these runes. Yeah, yeah but it's, it says katamari. You said that to me, and I was like, it's probably for Jana, and he misclicked. It has so the I, I on just it. Missed it. 
I see it now. Yeah, I see him down there in the bottom right-hand corner. He's pushing the ball. Pushing the Katamari, yeah. Yeah. The yeah, Katamari is super cute. Um, I'm, I, I got all the achievements in Vampire Survivors because I forgot that I didn't do that. And so I went back and I got all those. Just took me like an hour. The new weapon's pretty cool, all that stuff. The new level is really cool. It's like a fucking mod chart in Guitar Hero, in Clone Hero. Really? Like, it's okay. a really cool, yeah. And so, like, it, it literally takes you through, like, a blank area where it's showing just screenshots of levels flying by as you're fighting. And then a, a hand comes and grabs you and then drops you in the main level. It's very funny. That's but, so weird. Um, it's almost getting meta. It's yeah. Getting too big. Oh, it was already pretty meta, like towards the end of the game. But anyway, Vampire Survivors, uh, cool. Uh, Cyberpunk, still playing. What's it called? Phantom Liberty. I I just met Idris Elba, <laughs> so uh, that was pretty cool. Good. And then it was like, wait two days, and I was like, all right, I guess that's it for this game. Even though I could just sit on a bench and wait for two days, I'm like, all right, well, I guess this is a good stopping point. And then. Uh, this is going to break into what did Nave buy, but I bought a game called Sayonara Wild Hearts. And this was a game that I was talking about last year. It's been on my radar for a while. Which, by the way, did you know Sayonara is Japanese? Are you fucking with me right now? Yes. I'm not fucking with you. I don't. Dude, for some reason, I thought Sayonara was Spanish. No. That's I've lived my whole those. life. I literally lived my whole life until like maybe last year when I heard Sayonara said in fucking Yakuza. And I'm like, why are they speaking Spanish? Like, how do they even know Spanish? Like, what the fuck? I mean, if you think about what languages are uh, Japanese people most likely to learn, if we go down the list, it's going to be like English, Chinese, maybe Korean, then Spanish. It's got to be the top four. You think Spanish, not Russian or Indian or something else, something closer to them? Are you mm. Googling the top other languages that yeah, they the live in? Languages in Japan. Uh, Japan, the most spoken, followed by English, Korean, and Chinese. Yeah, okay. Well, you nailed the, those. Hold on, hold on. We're still looking. Look. Surprisingly, it's English. That's not surprising. Portuguese made the top? Or Portuguese? made the top list. Yeah, it's up there with uh, Chinese. Yeah, I don't know. I can't find it. Uh, Spanish is not, not coming up with this one. So you may have <laughs> me on that one. <laughs> I played every Yakuza game so far, Philip. I know what I'm talking about. And they never speak Spanish. No one ever said adios. Oh my god, there's this fucking... <laughs> there's this stupid-ass fucking... Hold on, let me go find it on X. It's a stupid-ass meme. Look at this first. What do, we got? what do we got? What am I looking at? Read the, So the read the top tweet. Like, I replied to something with this meme that I've been using all the time. So the tweet you're replying to is from Zhang Yang... Who says sore throat, very sad suicidal ideation. Who's <laughs> Zhang Yang? It doesn't matter. Uh, Zhang Yang. Yeah, I have no idea who this is. But this is uh, just he, a tweet that went viral, and I saw it, and I just I was like, all right, well, I'll post Tummy Hurt and see see how that goes. Went well. Dude, suicidal ideation. And like, his very next tweet is, please stop reporting my account for the, the suicide or whatever. Uh so fucking funny. Well, he seems to have spelling issues on his other comments. Yeah, I <laughs> I wonder if it's Google it Translate. Seems... He's sending stuff. Please stop DM me hentai. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, oh. this looks like it might be like Google Translate. Wasps ding me, comma, fuck you, comma, excruciating pain. 
Or is this like some kind of haikus that we don't know about? It just sounds like a haiku, doesn't it? Excruciating pain. Fuck you. <laughs> God. No, uh, never mind. It's just kind of just what <laughs> I'm going to drink until have no more liver. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Sayonara is, in fact, Japanese. Now, tell me about these wild hearts. But why would I think it was Spanish? Because a lot of Span or Japanese words sound like Spanish words. You think so? Is it the A at the end? Sayonara? Sayonara. I think it's just all the vowels at the end. Like, I mean, uh, just it in the the newest Spy Family episode. Have you seen it? Yes. They talk about Bond a lot. And, yeah. you know, they say Bondo. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just some. I don't know what the O at the end of names are for some reason. It's from the Kana. Like, they don't have anything that's like a hard constant ending except for... Mm, like in kind of oh that's super everything weird. has a vowel at the end anyway sayonara wild hearts is really fucking good philip i think you need to get this game it's like i went to google like it 10 bucks oh it looks like a 80s sci-fi not sci-fi uh what's this like neon punk type stuff this game i think screenshots do it a disservice i would imagine i would mm -hmm. i don't know i'm not looking at any of them but like this game in motion this is I, I'm going to beat it. I beat it. I beat it in one sitting. I couldn't stop oh, playing it. Look at you. Um, I just sat there. and I, I literally, the whole time, I had goosebumps. I was smiling and laughing. It is so insanely creative and fucking interesting. Like, I was completely mesmerized by this game. It's weird because it looks like, it looks like there are like almost like subway surfer levels combined yeah. with like fighting game battles. The oh yeah, transforming and there's like first person shooter sections. This game is so insanely ADHD. It, it's like if you took it takes two and condensed that down to a two hour experience. I mean, like, all, everything like a that it does, cohesive WarioWare or something. It is really cool. So essentially, every stage is a song, but in that song, you will switch like a dozen times between different things that you're doing and so the entire game you're a character who is it's kind of like uh scott pilgrim kind of but instead of ex-girlfriends you're fighting people with corrupted hearts and you're trying to do uh, something five. yep I, mean, I gotcha so well the game doesn't have much story it literally has a cutscene at the beginning and a cutscene at the end and then everything in the middle is is fucking amazing and super creative gameplay and it is it is extremely the the music is awesome it's like it's a, it's a rhythm game like through and through oh, it it's is? more of a yeah it's more of a rhythm game than uh uh over everhood everlord what the fuck everhood. was that other game i, was playing? I, I think, think it was everhood yeah it's more of a rhythm game than that because this game you actually are collecting things and you and attacking to the beat Whereas in Everhood, the enemies attack to the beat and you dodge whenever. So that makes it less of a rhythm game and more of a rhythm-based bullet hell, if that makes sense. Yeah. Sayonara Wild Heart, I, I, I recommend it to everybody. And it is like a $10 to $15 game. I got it for on a sale, like a 20% sale, which is what made me bite the bullet. But I'm just so – I was so blown away by how awesome it was. This is this is 100% going to be in my game of the year talk. Really? Yeah, this game fucking stomped on like so many other games that I thought I was going to be talking about. It's going to be hard to beat this one, but this is like my kind of shit. It is like it's got so many amazing like uh, not references, but inspirations, like clear inspiration. Like it is like very Sailor Moon kind of like 
it's like all of these like 80s 90s animes like together but in like this cyberpunk futuristic thing there are like levels that look like studio ghibli fucking like everything has the same aesthetic but it looks like it's it's like this is inspired by studio ghibli for sure or it's like this looks like a bloodborne level like i'm like it's so fucking cool yeah there are so many amazing and intricate like not intricate but like inspired level design in this game and it's really interesting who's the developer or is this like their first foray i'm not sure but it's not that many people it is a it is a super indie team uh the developer is apparently uh Cymogo, a swedish company or swedish developer yeah and literally annapurna as it turns out yeah oh good old annapurna annapurna the uh, almost yeah. as good as devolver everybody in the credits had like crazy names so i was like i can't read i can't pronounce any of these (laughs) yeah uh, their website is incredibly bare bones with only three pages on the whole thing annapurna's or the 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 developer that i already forgot the name of the developer simongo smogo i don't know they have uh, they have made other games and they're all look like artsy indie trash and a lot of them are phone games and wii u games really well they fucking smashed it with this one I'm sure this is probably on like everything. They like, did an ebook the... too. Bedtime stories for awful children. Back in 2015, they put out a, a, <laughs> I guess an ebook. Yeah, these guys definitely have some artsy trash, which I love. I know I call it artsy trash or indie trash, but that is literally my genre. If I, you know, had to pick one, I guess. All right, anything else you been playing? Uh, playing. I don't know. Probably not. Not the not the important. I guess. So games I've been playing, uh, I've been playing a lot of Crash Team Racing, which you know me, I love my my car racers, and I never played Crash Team Racing before on the PlayStation One, and I've been playing on my little Game Boy, and it is a very well made kart game as it turns out. Like, have you played this one? No, but um, like so, I listen to Sacred Symbols every week. Chris Reagan, who's one of the co-hosts there, whenever this game first came out, he made a vow a bet against a listener who wrote in and challenged him that he Crash would get team the, racing? yes that he would get the platinum within a week in this game <laughs> like or, or he would buy the guy a playstation 5 whoa did he <laughs> yeah, do it he did do it uh, but he also I mean, cut, is hard he cut his hand up apparently like playing it like like getting so fucking mad at it <laughs> like Dude. he's like i've never been so angry at a fucking game before it, it, there's some real bullshit and like i my favorite character is like the the big bandicoot i don't know his name he's the big meaty one that's like an evil boss in the yeah in the games uh I know you're talking about he has like the highest max speed but of course he's the bowser so he's got the best top speed worst acceleration so it's like any mistake you are severely punished but one thing i didn't realize is that he takes up so much of the screen on my little tiny game boy screen that's you know like four <laughs> inches across so it's like I literally have trouble seeing the game on my tiny Game Boy screen. This is not a good mobile game, but I'm enjoying playing it here. So it's Crashing Racing is good. I'm probably going to finish it for my backlog. I think I'm over halfway through the game. I think I have like two worlds left because you can go to like the leaderboard and see where you are on it. And be like, oh, I yeah. have this many races left. I oh, think so you're, some... you're playing the PS1 version. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Because like PS1 you know, version emulated on a Game Boy. I'm pretty sure the I'm I'm pre- I'm almost hundred percent sure that the Xbox thing got approved all across the board. So I'm pretty sure that the new remastered version of the game is going to like the remake version of the game is going to be on oh, Game Pass. Like, yeah, I assume the remake's probably very good compared to yeah. the version I'm playing. I'm I think it's literally just a like they Reskin? swapped all the models out. Yeah, oh, so I think it plays thing. exactly the same. So it's good. Uh, it does a lot of things that I wouldn't expect. Like one, like in Mario Kart, you know how you can get a little boost if you jump at the top of a jump. Like if yeah. you do the bump, the little bump. Yeah, yeah. This game has that. And I'm like, wow, this game is like 90s. And it has, like, has this always been in other kart racers? Because uh, I didn't know that was a thing until the Mario Kart on the Switch. Because I, I didn't play anything after Mario Kart 64. I just didn't play any of the other Mario Karts. I'm not really sure, but I know there's this game called Excite Bike 64, which and and I think ATV the ATV games had this too, where like if you you like push forward so that your character leans forward and at the bottom of a ramp and then pull back with like hold down when yeah. you're hit at the top of the ramp, and then that's like a similar mechanic that's that has existed in those games. Yeah, I remember that too. Uh, but yeah, Crash Team Racing's good. Next up, uh, the big con. This one's on Game Pass. Have you seen the the cover or anything? Uh, I probably. And the in the is it just recently released? Yeah, it's pretty new as far as uh, uh, you know, going on. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Game Pass. There, I dropped a little artwork in there. So in this game, you your mother owns a video rental store in the nineties. Yeah, the whole game takes place in the nineties, and. She had to borrow money from loan sharks to keep the shop going. And it's like $94,000 or something like that. And she has 11 days to pay back the loan sharks. And so you, as a 16-year-old girl, decide to run away from home and make as much money as she can by doing crimes. And it has to be one of the most like morally strange games I've ever played. Like, Because you're a child. And you're out here actively pickpocketing people, stealing things, robbing children, like doing, <laughs> doing, you know, grand larceny as much as you can actively. It's mostly just stealing money. And you find like a grifter and he like takes you on. There is tutelage because he's much more older and more experienced. He's like 17. <laughs> so he's one year older than you. <laughs> and you guys travel all the way to like fake Las Vegas just doing crimes. I'm really enjoying it. The game's really funny. And you make a lot of friends on the way, but it also feels bad because the the you keep meeting the same people as you're traveling town to town, and they're like, "Hey, I'm a you know professional video game player, or whatever. Hey, if you play this game with me, we can have a good time." And I'm like, "That's great." As I then reach into his wallet and steal his money, and then we play a game together, and I feel bad afterwards. Like the character doesn't feel bad, yeah. but I feel bad, even though it is you know just a game, and it's weird because. I need to make, you know, $94,000 and I've been playing for like an hour and a half. I think the whole game is like four hours long and I've only made like $4,000. So something big has to happen if we're going to make it in time. But this makes me wonder if there's a way to fail this. Like, can you get because every pickpocket you do is a little mini game and you can fail it and get caught and then you can't steal any money. Like, I don't know if there's a way to get to the end of all these days and you don't have enough money to pay for your video store. Like maybe there's alternate indies or something. But I'm really enjoying the the big con. 
Uh, next game on my list, Ogres Tactics Reborn. I'm, I've been playing that. I think I'm uh, maybe an hour or two in. The game is really cute. It's it's weird because it does like chibi chibi characters are on the field and it looks like the old game, I assume, where they're just going around fighting. And then it pops up to this very hyper detailed painted anime characters as they're like talking and they look super intricate. I love it. And the game is funny where you're out in the field and while you're in a battle, two of your party members are arguing with each other. And at one point, one character just picks up a rock and nails them. And you see the animation on like in the game where it just bounces the rock off the back of the other guy's head. And I'm like, so they just programmed in that. So it just wings them. And the other one picks up a rock and throws it back. It doesn't cause any damage and you don't lose a turn or anything. It's just flavor. And I, I really enjoyed it. Like, it's almost like if they did, um, what was the game where your, your guys get scared and shoot each other? Uh, XCOM. XCOM. It's like, what if XCOM was funny? Instead of shooting each other, they just kind of like talk to each other and threw rocks at each other every once in a while. That was funny because you're like, I heard you say, what is that game where your characters get scared? And then I was already saying fucking Darkest Dungeon and then you then shoot each other. And then I had to like, but no, yeah. But yeah, Ogre's Tactics Reborn or whatever, it's good. I'm going to keep playing it, but I assume it's long. I haven't even looked at how long to beat on that one. I've just been playing it a little bit before bedtime each night, but it's good. Next up is my backlog busting. So I beat Sonic Chaos on the Game Gear, on my little Game Boy, for the Game Gear, which in UK, or not UK, like Power Regions, I think it's called Sonic and Tails. So it has like two titles. Uh, this one is. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called here too. Sonic and Tails. It's not called yeah. Sonic Chaos. What I put the box art in there. It literally has the yeah, ESRB rating and it says Sonic and K or Sonic Chaos. There is a game called Sonic and Tails though, because like in in Sonic game compilations. No, this one was on the Sonic Gems collection. If you had that, like this one was in that mix. No. Okay. I was thinking I, of I was thinking of like there's like just a, a Sega compilation. Of like a like more than just Sonic, but there was oh uh, yeah a bunch of games. But uh, this one is actually pretty good. Like it's weird because there's like power ups that you I've never seen in any other Sonic games. Like there's like rocket boosts that are literally just like a rocket skateboard that you can fly around the map with temporarily. Or like on the cover, you see how he has like a spring step, like and he's like bouncing on it. Like you bounce on the spring and it sticks to your feet and you use it like a pogo stick. So it's like a Sonic game where you have a pogo stick and jet boots. It's a very interesting Sonic game. It feels like what they did with Super Mario Land compared to Super Mario yeah. Bros, where they just like kind of put in weird stuff that they never seem to reference in any other the other Sonic stuff. So I enjoyed my time with it. It was pretty short. I think it was only like two hours long and not too difficult. It's actually easier than the other ones, probably for the sake of I don't know, shorter levels. They couldn't put as many as like intricate levels in this since it was on the Game Gear. Oh, fuck. Which, Do you know what I'm thinking of? It's, I'm thinking of Sonic and Knuckles. Oh yeah, that was yeah Sonic and Knuckles, another classic. I'm like, I'm like losing my mind. I'm like, where the fuck is that game Sonic and Tails? I swear to God, I swear I've seen this. And it's weird uh, because Sonic was... and Chaos or Sonic, there's a Sonic and Tails two as well, but that one got renamed to like Sonic Triple Triad of Death or something weird like that. Like it has a a goofy title or Dangerous Triad. I don't know, but that one's good. That's number ninety six. I love the because I'm on the Sonic Chaos wiki page or whatever, and yeah. it's like reception and legacy. And you know how there's like a fucking chart with like 15, 30 different uh, 
like magazines and stuff. There's only three. Well, I mean, did you have a Game Gear? Because I didn't have a Game Gear. No. Well, it's on the Sega Master System too, apparently. Oh yeah, I guess that a port because the Master Nin- System. Wait, I don't know why, but Nintendo Life gave it a four out of ten on the Master <laughs> System. Get dunked on. Well, yeah, it's you weird because that the Master System is the is the previous the one before the the Genesis, right? I don't know. I hate. I didn't like the Sega systems. Yeah, I don't like the Sega systems either. But I don't yeah, know. I'm going but, to go look at it now. I'm looking at the review. See, hardcore was, Sonic fans might get a kick out of this lesser-known incarnation, but for most, there's no reason to bother. Is this going to be funny? No, it's literally not. This review is one, two, three, four paragraphs long. All about Sonic Chaos. Yeah, I don't know. They don't need all that. This game does is not that detailed. It is definitely lower quality Sonic, but. As I've been doing this backlog buster, this is like the, I don't know, fourth or fifth Sonic game I've played. And I am getting more and more respect for Sonic as time has gone on. Like, I used to be a real anti-Sonic boy, but I think I might be a, a born-again Sonic fan. Born-again Sonic fan? Yeah. Like, I've come back around the horseshoe at this point. Because, like, I, I mean, I like had I played PC ports of Sonic 1 through 3 whenever I was younger, but... For a while there, I just didn't play any Sonic games until I picked up like Sonic Heroes on the GameCube. And then I didn't play any Sonic games again until I played Sonic 06 on, is it 06 or 08? It was one of those. 06 on the the 360. And I'm like, oh, these games are dog shit. Like, why would anybody play any of the Sonic games? And then I got, I bought the like $120 Sega Mega Collection on a Christmas sale on Steam. And it gave me like all the old Sonic games. And so then we went back and played like Sonic CD and Sonic, uh, Sonic was a battles battle two or whatever. What's um, it called? Adventure. Sonic adventure. Uh, Sonic adventure battle two on PC. Like and that game was fantastic with the chow garden and everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, these are the good games. Where were these when I was growing up? Maybe I would have grown up a Sonic fan. I mean, I grew up, I, I played the Sonic games as a kid and I was like, ah, I fucking, I'm not, I'm not the guy. No, this isn't for me. All right, my next game, number 97, Somerville or Somerville. Uh, this is a, another Game Pass game. This is a, a child in Dark World game, except yep. you play as a dad looking for your, your family and you meet some aliens along the way. Yeah, it's updated for the PlayStation audience. Is, is this an old game? Uh, Not really. Like oh. maybe a year. I thought you said like this two. game has been on PlayStation or something. No, I said it, I said I was making a joke about a dad being oh, sad yeah. and not having his kid. I mean, this is different. Look, you can either be a sad child lost in a dark world, or you can be a dad looking for your kids and family and being sad or whatever. It's this, those are the the range. Uh, but this game is very pretty, great art style, great screenshots. But there's so much junk that your character just gets stuck on while you're walking, and it does the stupid like flashlight tag with enemies where you have to stealth and just stay out of their flashlights. And I hate that in games, but so many of my indie trash games use the stealth system. And I think it's the worst. I hate it. Yeah. I didn't notice it too much in this game. I, 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 didn't, I, mean, I didn't think about it. Yeah. I beat it. I got all the achievements and everything. Oh, did you like it? Wait, also, what ending did you get? I don't remember. I got all of them because I needed. Oh all yeah. Of them okay. I accidentally got an ending because I wasn't sure what's going on because there's no dialogue in this game. So yeah. there's, you're, you're scorning your way through things. You don't actually know what's happening. 
unless you're just really smart, which I'm not. So I was really just scorning my way through things. And at the end, uh, they pop up spoilers for Somerville. They pop up your house and I'm like, Hey, it's my house. And then you walk into it. And apparently that's accepting your fate and basically going, taking the blue pill instead of the red pill. Yeah. And I didn't realize that at a time. And it's like achievement took the easy way out. And I'm like, the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? And it rolled credits. So that was kind of annoying because I had no idea what was going on. So it's but, like that. What is that? The it, There's a bit in the office about that. You know, you, you ever see that? What? No. What they, is it? they set up Dwight to like, you know, basically make him think he's in the Matrix. And then like the custodian pretends to be Morpheus. And he's like, take the blue pill or the red pill. And like he describes it. And Dwight's like crying because he's so excited. And then Dwight goes, I'll take the blue pill. <laughs> I'm actually really happy with my life here. <laughs> like it's yeah, so funny. And the, it's and then he's like trying to get the pill and the and the guy is like talking to the camera like are these pills okay to eat? <laughs> he's like trying to take the pill from him. Don't worry, it's just Nyquil. So it's really stupid. Yeah, but Somerville 97 pretty good. Uh just a couple more to go. Next up 98 Before Your Eyes. Uh this is I played on my phone actually. Because I I pay for Netflix, I get access to the Netflix Arcade, which is just a collection of random bullshit. It's like Game Pass, but for Netflix. So I played it on my phone. And this is one of those blinking games where you blink to control it. And this game is maybe like an hour to two long. Played it through one day. And a lot of blinking. It, a lot of blinking. Except it's weird because they play really well with the mechanic. Because there's parts where it's like, you're supposed to be like, uh, you're, the whole premise is you're dead and you're recounting your life to see if you're a soul of value or not. And there's parts of your life where it's like, don't blink, don't look away because something tragic is about to happen. And you just like blocked it out of your memory and you have to see it. And is my cat throwing up over there? I was wondering what the fuck that was. <laughs> hey, stop it. I guess we're going to still... <laughs> just fucking wait, wait this just out. Just wait. Okay. You managed to not throw up. <laughs> oh, no, sure it's back again. Sure they're alive? Okay. But uh, cats aside, yeah, so it's like there's points of the game where you have to not blink and just intensely stare as you're like slowly reaching a point, which is harder than you think. Like once you realize about like, man, I haven't blinked in a while. And you have to sit there for like 30 seconds not blinking. So it's yeah. a very strange game. Uh, it's overall, like they, they played alone in the dark and they're like, what if this mechanic all the time? You want to say hi to Jana? Hey, Jana. Oh, Is the cat okay? The cat. Yeah, he just had to come over to me so he could throw up. So right next to you? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I do have to knock at some points because it does go with the trope of like, oh, we're going to make you feel bad, so we're going to endanger children. And I'm like, I... Why do we always got to come back to this? Why is it always got to be children in danger? Why is it always cats throwing up? <laughs> it was always cats throwing up. Which uh, I, I got to admit, though, I did tear up like twice while I was playing this game. Is it because your eyes were open for so long? No. <laughs> they were trying well, to get no, closed? No, 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 no. I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm a softie. I don't know about you, but uh, I tear up when I play video games. Like, yeah, dude. If the dog is in danger, I am unhappy. Oh, <laughs> So I don't think anyone's going to play this game. So I'm going to spoil this. There's a moment where it tells you not to look away because you just kind of breeze past something. 
uh, I don't I think anyone's going to play this game, honestly, but there's a part where you go through your whole life and you have a cat. It's a one-eyed cat and uh, you have it for a very long time. And then at one point it's just out of your life because every time you blink, it skips forward in your life. It could be days, could be weeks, could be minutes. And eventually the cat's just gone. And you're like, I don't know what happened to this cat. You go back in to see what you missed in your life. And you realize, oh, the cat was pregnant at one point and even had kittens. And while your parents are arguing about the kittens, you know, getting a divorce in the other room while you're playing with them, you're like, cool. But then it shows one point where you hear like loud noises outside and it's like you have to go check. And the first time you saw this scene, like you just blinked naturally because you didn't even think about it and you just skipped out of the scene. So you got to never see what was the noises. And you come out and if you hold your eyes open during that scene, you actually get to see the truth in that you go to the window and you look outside and coyotes had broken into your yard and had killed the kittens. And you just, you blocked it out when you retold your life. But at this point, you can't blink. Other, otherwise, it makes you restart that section. And so you were just open-eyed staring at the mangled bodies of all these kittens that you were literally playing with like 30 minutes ago. Well, at least it wasn't dogs. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's just a really sad cat. Wait, the mom, the big cat? I mean, the whatever cat the ca- before? As well as the mom cat lives, but it was just the kids that died. It just makes more kittens. No, I mean, he was really sad. I thought it was sad. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you're getting from this, but I thought this was a sad game. I'm trying to be entertaining. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is probably isn't very fun with the listener, especially if they like cats. But that is number 98. I only need two more games. At this point, I can knock out Crash Team Racing and Big Con. And I'll have my 100 games for the year done. How about, can you believe it? You you have two months. Why don't you play two good games? Dude, the Big Con is good, and so is Crash Team Racing. Is the Big Con long? No, I think it's like four hours. I guess long doesn't mean good, but, you know, it doesn't matter. You're almost done anyways, so, yeah, so my, my nightmare is over. And then I can finally stop spending 40 minutes talking about the games I've been playing every week. <laughs> and with that, Nave, you already did what you did by section. But Nave, I did what did I did by? Yeah, whatever you, you you've said. You've already done your, your buying the what you did thing. I bought something. So rare. I know, unbelievable. But yeah, well, what I bought. So, Nave, did you know that people make games for the Xbox, right? Yes. So they I'm have aware. to use some kind of developer console for their like game testing and quality testing and stuff like that right what are we talking about what i bought i I got lost okay (laughs) we're getting there stay with me here okay so you can anybody can do it you can go online to the xbox partners whatever bullshit microsoft partners and sign up to be an xbox developer partner and i did 20 bucks they they let you become a developer and then i'm able to set my retail Xbox, my Series X, into developer mode, which lets me, you know, make make my own games and load them up on there. But I'm not really into game developing right now. So what I'm actually using it for is you're able to sideload applications on your Xbox. Like almost like yes. a jailbreak situation. Yeah, so, but, you, but they're aware of it. They are aware of it, and it's all above board. You're just testing applications. So anyways... As it turns out, the Xbox Series X is a powerful console and it can actually emulate games up to Xbox 360, surprisingly. Yeah, like the way that they emulate 
Xbox 360 games already. It, it doesn't emulate 360 games very well in developer mode. So I would not play 360 games on there. Like, I'm not going to bust out too human tomorrow. But it can play up to PlayStation 2, Dreamcast, GameCube, all no issues, upscaled. Out of every fucking game you could have possibly named, you named a free-to-download game. What, is is it free? (laughs) Yeah, Too Human is illegal to sell. Whatever. So, Too Human, a classic. I really want to go back (laughs) to finish it one day. It's on my list. I own it. I've set it up, and it's just so weird sitting down, putting on Metroid Prime for the GameCube, and playing with a widescreen hack, upscaling it to 4K, and just being able to sit down and just blast through them with my Xbox controller, automatically, you know, optimized, all the controls are mapped and everything. I'm like, this is so nice. I boot up Kirby Air Ride and just turn a second controller on, and all of a sudden I have two-player Kirby Air Ride right from my Xbox. And it's just another app on the console. Yeah, Crazy. it's really cool. Have you that, seen it? Seen yeah. this before? Yeah, that's been a thing since Xbox One. Uh, people, Because I remember people were showing, like, uh crash bandicoot this is before like the insane trilogy obviously but like they were playing like crash bandicoot with xbox controllers and they're like i'm fucking losing my mind and i was like uh, that looks pretty fucking cool it's, it's but really i've always cool. been way too scared and also i do not understand emulation at all so I, I don't even know where to begin well it's like I, I remember back whenever i first left home and we're in our me and jan are in our one bedroom ap- apartment and we have our friends over and we're emulating like mario party mario 2 party. Yeah. yeah, I remember these fucking days. Yeah, and it's like we have like USB controllers running to a laptop that's plugged in, and we only have three controllers, so I'm like sitting on the floor using the laptop as a controller. Or whenever I went through basic training, and I would hook my laptop, same laptop, up to like the little room in the in the like in the main room they call it the day room, where it's just like a room full of couches and like a TV, and I would just hook up my laptop to the tv and we would play mario kart 64 like just the boys hanging out like it, yeah I don't know, man. there's something about emulation just going back to these classic games i just can't get away from it it's crazy too because like even way back then i remember you would uh whenever you lived here by that bethesda church and that was before i knew bethesda was like a place i thought that I was like dude this church is about fallout bro <laughs> the fallout <laughs> church it's crazy and but like you'd come pick me up and you'd be listening to fucking podcasts you'd be listening to red versus or no i mean the rooster teeth, the rooster podcast. teeth podcast yeah and i'd be like this fucking sucks bro can we listen to cake or something like, like i'm like listen i'm like dude podcasts are stupid <laughs> i'll never they like are. this and then now i fucking that's all i listen to is well i mean i listen to a lot of music too but and we go back to my place and we would emulate games and play them because i'd be like no we're not playing our xbox ones we're gonna we're gonna emulate mario kart yeah on that goddamn laptop dude i still have that laptop it's what i used to edit the pod on now oh yeah you showed me your little setup god which is better now i'll just send you a picture we moved all the furniture around today and it's not as trash all right so at this point let's thank our backers insane cracker nick and knight michael superbacker the intergalactic pinecone without you boys we couldn't keep the lights on and dear listener if you want to support us Click on our little Patreon link, and uh, we have openings starting at $1. And eventually, when Nave gets around to editing our bonus episode, maybe that'll be available for our <laughs> patrons. It's only been two months. Maybe longer since we recorded. I forgot even existed. It. I forgot even existed. Not even existed. And with that, let's take a quick break, and then we can hit the meat. The music plays. Boom, 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 boom. Dude. What? So I went to that concert on Saturday. Which one? 
uh, Chelsea Grin Suicide Silence. Okay. Uh, I almost went to jail. Were you fighting people? No. Uh, so I, you know, I was drinking. I was partying pretty hard. It was a Saturday. It means I don't have to work tomorrow. So I was like, it'll be fine. And also, this is an extremely hardcore show. So I was actually kind of scared of the mosh pit this time around. I didn't want to, you know, get b- fucking irreversible brain damage, which I might have contracted. That's no a good what. name. Irreversible brain damage. <laughs> yeah. I oh, listened yeah. to that. I- IBD. So I was drinking quite a bit, but uh, in the in the mosh pit, I was getting rattled up. All right, like I got hit in the back, and it was like a crash test dummy, like you know the fucking the fucking back and forth head motion kind of thing. I had a lot yeah. of shit going on. I, I fell down a couple of times, but eventually I fell down on my like so I got hit like flung across the pit, and I landed on my elbow. Like, full body force down onto my one singular elbow. And that was the thing that broke my fall. And that hurt really, really bad. And so, like, more than normal. And um, so, somebody picked me up out of the pit because I was fucking still laying there, like, holding my arm. And they brought me over there, like, to the wall where, like, there's a couple of nurses. There's some chairs and stuff. While I was sitting there, the lady, like, the little nurse person, she was like, hey, I'm going to bring you a water. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, water. That sounds amazing right now. I'm thirsty as fuck. And so I'm holding my arm, you know, and everything. And she comes back with the water and there's a police officer. And I'm like, oh, no. oh cool. This is whatever. I, I, well, I'm like, I might be hurt. So I was, I'm like, okay, this guy's going to be like, do you need an ambulance? You know, whatever. And so he's talking to me and I'm like, yeah, what, you know, uh, I fell in the pit. It's no big deal. And then he like grabs my arms, like both of them. And he's like looking at him for a second. And then I'm like, yeah, it was my elbow. And he's like, okay. And then he pulls my wristband off. Like the, the little thing that says I'm 21. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't, that's weird. I mean, whatever. I, I don't think, I don't even think a second about it. And then the lady's like, I'm going to bring you another water. I'm like, okay, yeah, for, sure. Whatever. And so, I don't know how drunk they think I am, but I'm really like not terribly drunk, right? I've, I've had like I, I had like two or three shots before the show, and then like an hour passed, and then we went to the show, and I had like maybe three beers at that point, right? Yeah. So I'm not incredibly drunk, but I had been drinking, and so she comes back with a second water, and then a, and a different police officer. And then he's like, so I'm drinking the water and he didn't say anything to me. He's just standing there. And then as soon as I finish the water, he's like, he grabs me by the arm, the arm that's hurt, by the way. And he's like, you got to go. And I was like, what? He's like, you have to go. You have to go home. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> like, I have to go it's home. So weird. This is the, during this. This is like right when the second band is ending. Right. So like I'm it's not even the headliners are up yet. I didn't get to see the people I wanted to see. So he picks me up, like pulls me out of the chair and drags me out of the fucking uh, out of the show, which the door is like right there. Like it's not a long distance. And so I'm in shock. I'm I'm completely confused. And then the cop is stand is like yelling at me like you shouldn't be drinking. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? They sell alcohol in there. Like, what are you talking about? And he goes, uh, oh, he said you you've been told you can't drink and I'm like when I don't remember anyone fucking telling me that and he goes that's part of the problem and I start laughing and he throws me to the ground this isn't a fucking joke I'm not joking like my hand hurts and shit from fucking slamming down on the ground I didn't expect to be pushed so I just fell straight down 
And then he goes, stay there. Like, I'm just sitting on the ground. And I'm, like, laughing. Like, what is fucking happening to me right now? Like, this is insanity. And eventually, so the second cop, the first cop comes up. And the one that pulled the wristband thing off. And the second one puts me in handcuffs. And put and he's, like, get against the wall. Like, and he puts me in handcuffs front ways. Like, not behind my back, but in front of me. Like, in between my, I'm just, like, resting crisscross applesauce with fucking handcuffs on. And yeah. I'm, like... I have no idea what happened. Like, I have no idea what's going on. And so that dude is screaming at me about something that I can't even fucking remember. And I all I'm thinking about is, like, my friends are in there and I'm their right. And I'm like, well, this fucking sucks. And as soon as that cop walks off, the second cop is like, you have to call somebody. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you have to call somebody because you're not driving home. And I'm like you guys are fucking you're killing me i'll call an uber and he's like no you have to call somebody you can't call an uber someone has to pick you up or you're going to jail and i was like what are you fucking serious That's so i called my friend here. do you call the people that are also drinking in the i did audience? i tried because <laughs> i was telling him i was like i fucking have nobody here in this city the only people i know that are here are in that venue right now like and they're not gonna answer the phone because they're in the venue with the music playing and I call him a bunch of times and they don't answer, obviously. And so I'm like, I'm going to call my friend Dontre. He's a trucker and he's literally out of the state right now. But I'm just going to – he's just going to have to say yes. He's going to come pick me up. And so I call him and, and the cop is sitting there and he's like he – wants, he wants to hear that the guy's going to come pick me up. So he wants it on speakerphone. And Dontre is just like, dude, I'm not, I'm not in Oklahoma right now. And I was like – Bro, you're, you're gonna. Oklahoma. I just need you to say you're coming to pick me up. That is ex- literally verbatim what I said to him. I said, "I just need you to say you can pick me up," and he said, "Okay, I'm coming to pick you up." <laughs> and I said, "Thank you, thank oh, you, bro, no. thank you." And I hang the phone up, and the cop takes the handcuffs off of me, right? And I, I, which I, I don't even know where why they were on me, but it's like so you didn't get wild. They didn't need to take you down again. I was not being crazy. <laughs> Like I legitimately was just confused and I was I think it was just cuz that guy got I think that guy got molested by someone that looks like me as a young kid and he was just taking his fucking anger out on me or something. He was a piece of shit, dude. And the other cop was just kind of like he was just a cop. So of course there's a a baseline of being an asshole to in order to just be a cop. But like that other guy was above and beyond the call of duty. You know what I'm saying? Like that guy was he trying was to get cop. the fucking employee of the month. Yeah, RoboCop for sure. And so that guy was talking to me and eventually a belligerent couple, like a way drunker couple who's fucking screaming is getting pulled out of the fucking front of the, of the venue. And that cop walks off, right? There, there are also, there's always people leaving the show early, right? So there yeah. were people like leaving and I make a very quick calculation. I'm like, okay, I think I can escape. Like I'm going to run from this fucking cop because he, he told me to stay there. And so I was like, okay, I'm leaving. I get up and I fucking Assassin's Creed blend with like three people walking out. And as soon as I get around the corner, I fucking just start jogging away, like down the parking lot because I parked in the front, but I'm walking towards the back, right? (laughs) I'm walking behind the building. So then I had to take this really wide berth around the building so that I like, I'm in the darkness, right? I'm like literally stealth mission, like Somerville style around the fucking whole entire place. I doubt they're even looking for me, no, but it's like, care. yeah, they probably don't care. But I was like, dude, I am not going to jail. You guys have me fucked up. 
if you I I didn't do anything. Like I have no fucking clue what that guy was on. But the I think the only reason why that sec, that second cop was like even put even like you have to call somebody was because that first cop was so pissed off at me for some reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was I was beyond bizarre. And I am so sore all over the fucking place from that fucking mosh pit, bro. I was having a great time. And then I had to, I just laid in my car. I just, I got in my car, just laid the seat back and laid there for like an hour and a half. Just waiting for my friends to have, get done with their fun time. I'm sorry that you're being, um, I don't know. Persecuted? Persecuted by the police state that we live in. It's fucking wild. And you know what's really funny? Oh, so this is a fucking horrible plug. But I was, I guessed it on a bunch of shows, right? Uh, I guessed it on Aaron and Tommy Superpod Saga two weeks in a row. Yeah, so I go to check that. us out. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking amazing episodes. By There's the way, everybody you gotta go listen to them. It's very funny. Uh, so it, it, they're both the sixth generation games. I don't remember what the title is, but it's about the sixth generation consoles, part one and part two. And then I was on between two podcasts uh, with Slade, and that was like an interview type thing. And so if you follow us on on Twitter, I mean, I shared both of those, but. Uh, you should be able to find those pretty easily. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, so on Aaron and Pod- Aaron and Tommy's uh, show, I jo- I made jokes about an abusive cop push shoving somebody down, like the day before I went to that show and got shoved down by an abusive cop. It is so fucking funny. Whenever I heard the odds, pretty high, I guess. I think cops are just aggressive naturally, but oh well. All right, and we're back. So this week, instead of reviewing a game, we just kind of thought we'd take a look at some of our favorite Am I the Assholes. Me and Nave each picked out one that we wanted to bring to the bring to the show. So I'll start with the one that I brought first, Nave. Okay. Do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? No, I'll read it. You can read yours. Uh, this is a burner account. Only one post, and that's this one. Uh, and it was labeled an asshole with 15,000 upvotes. So this one got some coverage. Am I the Asshole? For not wanting to play a game my girlfriend created is the title from Valuable Frosting 812. So, dear listeners home, if you're unfamiliar, people come on Reddit and they post an, a question that usually ends with, am I the asshole? And they let Reddit weigh in to see what they think. And we're going to take a look and see if we can, you know, gain a little bit more details. So let's dive in. My 27-year-old girlfriend, I oh no, he's 27 he, he just messed it up. My 27 and girlfriend is 24 has been working <laughs> oh, I on. See. I was confused with what you meant, but I was auto correcting it in my head when I was looking at it. Yeah. All right. So girlfriend has been working on a visual novel game as a side project for almost two years and recently finished it. She wanted me to play it, but I initially declined since I'm not into visual novels or reading long stories. But after she begged, I gave it a try and played for a good 15 minutes. Now I can tell she put in a lot of effort into the writing and the art, and it was a good start, but I just got tired of reading and stopped. She asked what I thought and wanted me to eventually finish it and tell her what I thought about the choices and the endings, but I told her I had no plans to. She looked shocked and asked if I, it was boring. I told her no. It's just that I, I'm just not into this type of genre, and she knows I'm not into reading, but asked me to make an exception this time since she made it. I got upset because I think she is being childish and wants to blackmail me into doing something I don't want. 
After I made it clear I wasn't continuing, she hasn't talked to me. I already know that she is talented and smart, so just because I don't want to play, it doesn't mean I don't support her. Some of my friends agree she's being immature, but others think I should be more supportive. So, am I the asshole? I was going to say, who the fuck is agreeing that she's being immature, but I'm assuming that the way he's telling his friends and also the fact that they're his friends, like, they'll, they'll obviously be taking his side. You know what I mean? Yep. I think it's he just probably uh. has his own. All right, so I, I want to defend this guy. I chose this one, though, because I want to take the guy's side on this one. Interesting. Playing the old, the old knave maneuver, I see. Yeah, so I, like, if... To put my own business out there, uh, like whenever I make the podcast, it's definitely something I do. But my significant other, Jana, my wife of m- many years, we've been married for like, I don't know, almost 10 years now. Do you know how hard it is for me to not say my wife in fucking, <laughs> in fucking what Borat's impression every time you say that? Go on. Do you think she listens to every episode of the pod? Goddamn no. Hell I hope no. not. I hope not. She does not. <laughs> In fact, she hasn't listened to an episode in a while from what I, from basically what I gathered. But, I mean, it's just not in her lifestyle to listen to podcasts. Like, she's just not a podcast person. She used to listen up, like, we're at, what, 132 or something like that? I don't even know how many episodes this is. Oh, like okay. 100. Oh, Pokemon. Pokemon check. We're at over 120-something episodes at this point. Most of them over two hours long. Some <laughs> up to, like, three hours. I don't expect anyone that is, like relationshiply connected to me to listen to all that crap even if they just put it on the background and just like let it play like i don't like my family members like my sister my mom any of my family that's listening to this you don't need to listen for my sake seriously go out and live your lives there's better things to do than listen to me talk about video games for two hours a day or you know two hours a week i don't feel bad if someone just said i don't want to listen to your show like if someone came to me and said that to me i'd be hurt Obviously, I'd be like, oh, no, they don't like my show. But I'd be like, fine, go on, do something else that you actually enjoy. Yeah. So it's strange that he's being I feel like he's being overly hard about it, though. Like he did 15 minutes and said that's enough. I don't know. It's weird. I don't think he's as asshole as he sounds because he did not write this very flattering for himself. He definitely paints himself as an asshole the way this is read. But I don't think he's the real true jerk in this. I don't know. Like. The other thing is, if I was a game developer, like, let's say, like, I, you know, I, I dream of making a game in the future at some point. What if I went out there and just decided I'm going to make my own souls like my own Dark Souls spin on it? Because that's cool to do. Everyone's doing it these days. And then no one in my family wants to play it after 15 minutes where they sit down. They're like, well, this game is fucking hard and I, I'm not enjoying my time with it. <laughs> and everything's ugly and brown and this sucks. And I'll be like, no, you have to. It sucks. You have to get through the suck. You have to get good. They're going to be like, no, I don't want to play this. Should I feel bad that they don't want to play this game I made whenever it's obviously not for them? We've had the not for them chat many times on this podcast where not every piece of media is actually designed for every person, like like inclusion and all that shit. But it doesn't apply to video games and media. What do you think? Uh, You raised some interesting points, but... uh... I don't know. I think the I think the idea of I, I agree with a lot of the things that you're saying. In fact, I was gonna go that angle too. So it's cool to hear it being said back to me because it gives me a lot more time to think. So I'm not just like vomiting out words and like because usually I'm speaking and my brain's going <laughs> faster than I can speed or, yeah. or talk. And so it's like hard to keep my my thoughts together. But um 
I do. I think that the one thing I would want to look at is when you use your Dark Souls example, it's a, it's kind of different that a game is too difficult rather than something like a visual novel, which is something that you could just read for like 10, 15 minutes at a time. Like, or like a lot of people play visual novels that way. Like you're yeah. able to save at any point in any normal visual novel. And I think it's really strange that it's, it's the complete outright dismissal that I think is kind of strange. Like, Whenever you want to support somebody, you you want to like involve yourself. So even if you so you're reading the visual novel, you're not into visual novels, you don't like it, right? But like there are other ways to support, and he seems to not be in that mode, right? You can like show it to your friends. Like maybe it's like, okay, I don't like ah, this. There we and go. I've read it for a while. I I I hate reading. I'm a troglodyte. I can't I can't breathe out of my nose. I'm constantly mouth breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And maybe you everywhere. can do better, and then he makes all his friends download it, and they start reading it. Yeah, you can do a lot of different kinds of things. It kind of seems like he's being a lot more dismissal of it. Like he does, he's not even interested in entertaining the idea of like involving himself in the thing. I think that it's normal for your partner to want to feel like enthusiastic about the things that they are passionate about, even if you don't like the things, right? And. Yeah. I don't know. Like even when you were saying, like Jana looks at the like listens listens to the podcast occasionally whenever she feels like it. Like, like podcasts aren't her thing, anyways, right? No, she doesn't I listen to that, any others. I think that that says a lot about how like she support she supports you in a lot of other ways too as well. So that buys into the thing. Like she's taking care of the kids while you're recording the thing, or like you you guys have this amicable like situation that you've kind of worked out in your household so that it can uh it can support the podcast hobby that we have right Right. and i just don't see any of that in this in in what he's writing here it really just seems like outright dismissal of the entire thing which is kind of strange i don't think that she should force him but it doesn't sound like she i mean she's asking him to do it right like it doesn't seem like a complete forcing. I think that may be the reason why she stopped talking to him for a little while is because of how rude he was being about it. But I literally, I'm in the same boat as you. Okay, I'm kind of rambling now. I'm like reaching at a, def- a bunch of different thoughts in my head. But no, I mean, I'm checking the 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 post to see what what like the general consensus is, and mostly people are talking about like the years she put in like that, that could be a standpoint because like, I mean, we work for, to, to produce the podcast. It's not, you know, this isn't a one-to-one because we yeah. do what three hours of recording each week and then, you know, three hours of editing. So like six hours a week, not counting any game time we do together. It's not the same as two years of labor. I think, I think one really telling thing that he leaves in here that kind of gives me insight on his, on his personality and the way that he's like handling the situation is when he talks about how talking to his friends, he said, some of my friends agree she's being immature. That gives me a lot of insight on the way that he's, he's perceiving her in this entire situation where I immature is the, one of the last things I would say about this. I would say like disappointed at that. Like you're not being so that you're not being supportive of this thing that you've worked so long for. That this thing that she's clearly, I mean, it's not like, I, I doubt she went two years making this. And then when it was almost finished, she was like, oh, by the way, I'm doing this thing. Right? No, definitely not. This is something that she probably spent every weekend working on a little bit. If she did the art and the writing with multiple yeah. endings. That seems like quite a bit of fucking 
that a lot of goes into that. Games are hard to make. Even visual novels, which seems seem simple on the surface, there's a lot oh, going into they're it. So complex, I bet. You're making yeah. sure that every like every story beat fa- like falls in the right order with the right characters popping up when they talk, and if there's any like audio that goes along with it or sound effects. Like I can bet, like visual novels, they look simple, but I think there's way more under the hood than we even think about especially with choices which is implied if there's multiple endings it's i don't know it's interesting because he said that she wants him to look at the endings as well i wonder if he has a if she expects him to go through the entire thing over and over again like you can save in these things so like i'm sure you just save before each choice and then figure it out and maybe if you ask her she'll tell you what goes where but like I wonder if he has like a dev version of the game where you could just jump around and because well, I'm sure she set it, right? up like most visual novels have like chapters in them. So you can like go to each chapter if you wanted to start from a different point, unless like the choices are really far reaching. Yeah, maybe. So, well, here's what I'm wondering. Would this be different if he asked her or she asked him to QA the game instead of just play it? Like, hey, can you just see if this works? Like run through this for me. Because like I That's did a tiny bit of game development. I say tiny bit because it was like bare, like fucking around in Unreal Engine 4. And I was developing a kart racer. And whenever I was working on the controls, like I completely like homemade the controls and everything. Uh, I would have my kids come over and I would make them play it. And then I would take in like, hey, how, how do you feel about these controls? What's it like to drive around? Uh, you know, I would try to get as much QA information out of them as I could just to see what would be easiest for someone that doesn't even play that many kart racers to sit down and pick up the controls. Like maybe she doesn't have any of her friends that are down to QA her game and she wants to make it bigger. But if she can't even make it past the lowest barrier of entry, which is to have your significant other check your work, like it's kind of, it's real shitty on his side. I think that that's a big important thing because like when you're making something, this is something that I suffer with, with the podcast it, it's very personal and like intimate to like have to give to somebody else and be like, this is what I do. Like, this is what I think is fun. This is something creative that I do. And I'm putting myself out there in this way. You were right about it being the lowest barrier of entry. Like the, the, if, if you're, if your significant other doesn't want to entertain the idea that you do something creative, then that's really disheartening. Right? Like if Jana was just like podcasts are stupid and I, I'm not going to, not even that I'm not going to listen to it. I also think that like podcasts aren't my thing. So why don't you like make music or something? That's like a lot more. Inter- you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. a, the same feeling. Like when I, I don't tell anyone I'm on a podcast for a <laughs> long time. For a long time. For yeah. a long time. If they ask, I'm like, yeah. Because some people will come over and they'll be like, what the fuck's that microphone? I'll be like, oh, uh. You know, I, I record stuff. That's what I'll usually say is I'll record stuff. And if they continue to engage, I'll be like, yeah, it's a podcast. Because I have guitars everywhere and stuff, so I don't want them to think I make music or anything, which is you know, even more scary and personal. You know how the biggest part, I get revealed or outed as a podcaster? It's whenever I start talking about video games, and then I start talking about the, the thousands of games I play or go through and they're like holy man you play a lot of games and I'm like oh man then we'll start talking about games and I'll just start going into detail about something like I'll get in podcaster mode I'll be like oh man well you gotta look at it from this point of view and they're like man you should you know a lot about this stuff like you're like really into gaming right and I'm like yeah I'm I'm, kind of into gaming and they're like man do you ever do like a show or YouTube or anything like that I'm like yeah I do a show 
<laughs> it's I had I can't remember what friend I was talking to, but they told me to stop talking to them like I'm like I'm on the podcast, and I was like, <laughs> oh, no, uh, it's it's rough. I guess I was going on it on one, isn't it? Are you trying gear on them? You're like hitting them with your your, your tight five. Yeah, dude. Oh no, that's fucking legit. I've literally said, "Oh, I'm working on my material right yeah. now." Like, <laughs> I like, I told them the oh, story, no. and I was like, "It was the fucking uh, turkey story." It was the turkey. Yes. Dude, that that it was a tight story, though, wasn't it? It was a lot oh, tighter than good. me being upset about the cop that pushed me over. But that, that fucking turkey story I worked on before I showed up on the fucking podcast. I was I went to the Thai restaurant eating, and I'm just texting like oh, four no. people, like telling them. <laughs> Turkey story, yeah. working on my jokes, seeing which ones get laughs. That was off the cuff. No, tut, tut. that's a that's a look behind the curtain. Sometimes we pre I pre plan some of my stories, and it's sometimes the notes it has nothing in it. <laughs> We're just yeah, going. but um, oh fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh sorry, it uh, doesn't matter. Oh, we were talking about when we get outed as a podcaster. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh no that was it that uh i've been playing games like i talked about this already it's been a while but like i, I would play like rainbow six siege and i'll join like li- looking for groups and we'll be playing for a while and then someone will be like are you like a twitch streamer or like are do you make youtube videos like why are you so on right now like like what's going on over here like i the way that i play games and just try to entertain people because i'm a fucking clown philip can attest to this i've been this way since i've been in school i am a attention whore i love to make people laugh i'm always trying to go for the bit and so it it, it extends into my gameplay as well it's like i'll do whatever i'll fucking sabotage my kd in a fucking game of siege to do some stupid shit that's gonna make someone laugh oh nave all right yeah i think this guy's an asshole but i don't think he is the antichrist that everyone seems to think he is in all the comments. Like, I, he has a little bit of a leg to stand on, but he's also an idiot that just kind of needs that leg kicked out from under him at the same time. Yeah, I'm wondering if he has, like, a, a like a mental disability. Like, maybe he has autism or something, you know? Like, maybe he just really genuinely doesn't understand that he's being cruel, a little cruel to his girlfriend. Yeah, I don't know. All right, which one did you find and want to bring to the table? Oh, no, this one's so long. I know. I, I, let's get it out of the way. Uh, this is the one that caught my eye because I want the tea. I'm really interested in the tea. All right. Uh, first, so first off, this is a throwaway account. I, am, I imagine because the name is Throwaway. Am I the asshole? Pokemon Go. That's the <laughs> name of the account. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. It is. If you check their history, they only use it for this post. All right. So, as you can tell from the name, this is going to be a po- about Pokemon Go. It says, am I the asshole for blowing up at my boyfriend over Pokemon Go daily gift? Let me take a sippity sip of my gamer juice. Because this is going to be a long one, everyone. Get get some popcorn. I like how it begins. This is what caught my eye. Besides the boyfriend stuff, this first sentence says, please read the rest of the post before you judge me. I'll accept whatever judgment you guys give me. Falling on the sword. Good Very word. honorable. Yeah. Trial by... What is it? Society? I can't remember. Community trial? So I, female 26, have been with my boyfriend, Damien. Name drop. Name. We haven't had a name in like any of them. Yeah, this is the first name. Damien. Maybe there's many people in this this winding yarn. So we need the names to keep everything uh, wrapped together. All right. So boyfriend, Damien, male 28. For five years, two years in our relationship, I found out he was cheating on me with his, with an ex-girlfriend of his. 
Damien. I was fe- oh, Damien. <laughs> I was furious and we almost broke up, but we decided to work things out, provided he cut her out of his life completely and we focus on us. Meanwhile. This is incredible already. All right. Pokemon Go was still pretty new, so we started playing as a couple, and I honestly felt it made us stronger for it, since we could go on long walks together catching Pokemon and just building our relationship. We didn't play as often as the years went by, but it was always kind of our thing that helped bring us together after any arguments or disagreements. And up until yesterday, all right, and up until yesterday, I thought our relationship was good, and we were even talking about moving in together and maybe getting engaged. Okay, with COVID hitting, we both we both picked it. We both picked it back up and have been exchanging gifts every day since we don't see each other as often due to social distancing. This post was three years ago, by the way. All right. So yesterday, he offered to bring by some groceries for me. We don't live together. So I was excited since I haven't seen him in a while. That's weird. You don't have to specify we don't live together because you said that you aren't seeing each other that often because of the it's like we live we live together oh, okay. but we aren't seeing each other very often that makes no sense all right but anyway he sent me a daily gift i went into shock when he sent me my daily gift i went into shock for those of you who don't play pokemon go i feel like i should have read that dramatically but when he sent me my daily gift i went into shock for those of you who don't play pokemon go there are daily gifts you can send that give you various that there are daily gifts that you can send that you get from various pokemon stops okay that was me the gifts usually contain a few items and have a picture of the place you were at that gave you the gift. I don't know if this is me anymore. Well, the gift he sent me was from the park right outside the apartment of his ex-girlfriend, which he has no reason to even be near since it's miles away from either of our apartments and the grocery store. I was so pissed that by the time he came to my apartment, I was screaming and yelling so loud, I am surprised my roommate didn't call the cops. I asked him why he was at our apartment. She li- she still lives there. And he told me he wasn't. We got into a huge fight, and he threw the groceries on the ground and told me I was a crazy bitch. And he expected an apology from me before he would talk to me again. Here's the am I the asshole bit. That was just the dressing. All right, my poor, wonderful roommate ate a bunch of... <laughs> Wait. Okay, hold on. I got whiplash. Okay, my poor, wonderful roommate ate a bunch of ice. We're halfway through this. Fuck. Ate a bunch of ice cream with me last night and told me that Pokemon Go has an update where your buddy will bring you gifts from places that are nearby, which means you don't actually have to visit them to get the gifts from that area. Now, his ex lives way out in the boonies. There's not a whole lot out there, but I don't know how exactly. I don't know exactly how close he would have been to be able to get a gift from that place he's not at. And now I'm feel, now I feel sick thinking I might be throwing away a future because of a mobile game. Am I the asshole for not trusting him? All right. Do you want to go through the edits first or do you want to talk? That was a lot. Uh, what would change? Are the edits really matter? I don't know. I don't they think could, that they could matter. change our minds. The one thing that we do need to put in is somebody asked what the flavor of ice cream was. And oh. she stated that uh, the that's the other thing. It seriously just makes me feel even more crazy. But it's pecan. I hate pecan. I told him so many times that I hate pecan. And it wasn't even like lactose-free pecan from the Fair Life thing. It was just regular pecan ice cream. Pecan. Pecan. I was so angry and so hungry because he smashed all the groceries. And that was the only thing still left intact that we ate it. Even on our anniversary, we always get my favorite, which is mint chip. I don't know how he keeps thinking it's pecan. Cultured. 
That is that is an incredibly different flavor of ice cream for real. Pecan to mint. Yeah, pecan to mint chocolate, mint chalky chip. It's di- different colors, right? Because uh, there's like there's the pistachio ice cream that's like green, right? Yeah. But pecan, I think, is like brown. Yeah, I don't know what what flavor is. Is it just vanilla pecan usually? Oh, I guess there are vanilla pecans too. I was thinking like just oh, artificially you, flavored. You say the edits? Flavored. No. Okay. Well, uh, let's all see. right. Although there are a few not the assholes, I think it's going to be ultimately a yes, the asshole. Is that what it normally looks like? Yeah. Yes, the asshole for me. But I'm going to wait and see. Regardless, once my stomach settles down from the ice cream and I can talk <laughs> without my voice cracking, I'll try to talk to him. Hopefully, mods will let this post remain open so I can give updates on how it goes. I really like that you found the the pecan ice cream flavor comment. So that, was some, that was some fucking right, real serious scrolling. work. Uh, update user this guy point porklers suggested i rehearse before i actually call my boyfriend so i can keep <laughs> yeah, my voice calm you're, and not be you're crazy five ready you gotta be like a sim and talk into the mirror like you yeah. know like figure it out i do it so much dude i'm always talking to myself this is what i do normally is i i if i wasn't talking to a microphone i'd be talking into the mirror uh it says i wanted to call him and it went straight to voicemail which is fair my roommate is going to call him my roommate is going to call his roommate and see if Damien will call me back. Oh, the roommates are getting in contact. Yeah, they're going. It's going a whole level deep. All right, update question mark. I just finished updating the post, and my roommate asked his roommate to tell Damien to call me. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> but his roommate is saying that it's weird because my boyfriend told him he was spending the night with his girlfriend, but he didn't spend the night with me. So now all three of us are confused. <gasps> and my roommate is getting oh, on no. mass, and we are driving over to his place. What's going on? I love. Okay, so the context of getting their mask and going to see if her boyfriend's cheating on her is funnier because it's like obviously <laughs> COVID related. But I'm yeah. thinking that it's like a fucking baklava. You know what I mean? And it's gonna be a fucking splitter cell mission. Remember, no Russian. okay so that's a cliffhanger of an ending that is an incredibly so i wish we fucking talked before knowing all of that to be honest but it's too late we can't unhurry sorry yeah and it looks like i'm I'm checking all her post history and everything uh yikes there's no there's no this one's like, tough. There's no follow-up to see. Like, that's just a cliffhanger. Except she does state that she is on Team Mystic. Specifically, she says, yay, okay. Team Mystic. So she what can't is, be trusted. Yeah. Uh, besides that, no other relevant information. Whew, I took I took mine first. What, what's your stance on this, on, on yours? Oh, boy, man. Okay, so there are obviously open wounds here. So it's cool that we got all the window dressing of like the relationship and stuff. It was important because it, it was exactly, I mean, it, it, it pertained to all of this, but I don't know. I was going to say that she's the asshole until you told me about the pecan flavored ice cream, brother. Like, <laughs> now, I'm, now I've got questions, man. I think he got his girls mixed up. You think he's a cheater? Because it looks like he's a cheater. Like, it feels based on like the he's evidence. Like, if this was, um, what was it? Uh, not persona. If this was Danganronpa, I'd be like, objection. He, yeah. His roommate said that he was spending the night at his girlfriend's, even though 
he did, no one knows where he is. So here's the thing I need to know. This is what fucks the last updates all fuck, fucked me up in the brain because it doesn't specify when he told when did Damien tell the roommate he was going to spend the night with his girlfriend? Was it after oh. he left, but before he got back from the girl getting mad at him? That's something. Because if he hasn't even returned, then how would he tell his roommate that, you know, things went bad or whatever? So his roommate's probably just completely oblivious to all this stuff. And then that only complicated everything. Yeah, you know I, I mean? definitely see how this could just be a, a timing issue. Or he has just not returned home. But if he... That is the dumbest thing he could possibly do. Is get into a fight with your girlfriend and go straight to your ex's house. That seems like a very... That seems like a smooth brain maneuver. You know what I mean? I mean, this guy... Alright, let's go go back to the evidence. So, the, the thing that triggered her was that he sent her a gift that was from the Pokestop outside of his ex-girlfriend's apartment that he cheated with. Like five years ago or whatever it was. It was a long time. So in, in the comments, people have clarified that you can get a gift from and, – and this was mentioned in the Am I the Asshole post also. But someone clarified that you can get a gift from anything that you can see on the map. Yeah, I because think. I think your little follower will automatically grab gifts for you. Like I haven't played yeah. Pokemon Go in like a year. But- I haven't played it even longer. You can have a follower Pokemon that walks around the map and he will collect – stuff for you and it'd be like oh charmander brought you a gift and then it'll just be a random pokey stop gift so or if this is really like they've been playing pokemon go since the beginning then what if this is just a gift that's been sitting in his little his inventory for a very long time like when he did actually cheat what could you repeat that i was zoned out so like the gifts that you can just keep them for like a really long time and if he's only sending one a day like, what if this is one that's just been in the pocket for a really long time and he's just never sent it because he just clicks on whatever random one and it just so happened today, he clicked on one that's been in his pocket molding yeah. for the last, like, six years or whatever. <laughs> and that's the one that triggered her. Okay, so I think, like, so what I was going to talk about right at the beginning, right at the top, there is obviously some open wounds about the cheating from before. And that's obviously something incredibly fucking hard to get over. A lot of things have to... If he literally... If there's been no signs that he's been talking to this this ex this whole time, like, it, it, he's been, like, on the up and up, and then this one thing is what sent you into a frenzy, I understand how it would upset you, but if you... If, if there wasn't signs from before, then maybe you went a little too far. But it's so hard. This is such a touchy thing because that trust is incredibly fragile. Like once you, once some, you, once you as a relationship go through something like that and it, it's really never going to be the same in that instance, you know what I mean? You're probably never going to have that trust again. And that's something that you have to sign up for whenever you guys stay together. Like you have to be, you have to understand that you're going to be under more scrutiny from your significant other and then the partner that got cheated on is going to have to understand that how do i say this without sounding like a victim blamer like you're going to have to understand that they're a human being and that people make mistakes and they can grow from those mistakes right and i know cheating is like the like not a mistake 
But like you're going to have to rationalize it that way if you're going to stay with them. You can't have a relationship be mutually beneficial if you're always going to have this one thing that you're going to hold over them because that can turn the relationship tyrannical. I don't think that this is this girl. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just like explaining my thought process. So like you have to be able to give some leniency for your partner in some degree, but you also can't just be completely naive because it's just going to happen again, right? There has to be a very careful establishment of boundaries. And I understand that her getting a gift from this one place is it 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 implies something terrible but like does he see the place that he's sending the gift from you do you can see like the little picture that's attached to the gift it's like so a little tag it, so unless this guy is incredibly like dense he probably just it's like if he went to that person's house and then got a gift from there and then sent her the gift from that knowing that she would know where that gift came from it would be that just seems too dense to me. You know what I mean? So I you don't think it's this guy's gonna be a real that. dummy. He seems he a big be caveman a because he did smash up their groceries. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that is an important detail, and <laughs> only the ice cream survived. The pecan ice cream, which yeah, it was the, the most unsmashable, and she can't take lactose or whatever. Wait, is that what she said? She said she likes mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, but it has to be lactose free. Hold on, let me let me see. Uh, dun, dun, dun. was this in a comment? Yeah, this it, it, had her... to have been. it had to have been in a comment because it's not in the post. Oh, but in oh, the post, she just... does say, Once my stomach settles down from the ice cream, that implies yeah. that it upset it. She replied to one person, said, It's just that I have never seen him that angry, and he smashed everything. We were only able to salvage the ice cream, and it's not even the lactose free stuff he buys me, so my stomach hurts both from the guilt. And the dairy. <laughs> the guilt of the dairy is another great rock band. Dude. <laughs> Write it down. That's probably yeah. the title. So stupid. All right. So um, for my way in, this guy sounds like he's being shady. Like, that's what it looks like on paper. Like, I don't think she's the asshole. Like, she might have been the asshole because you reacted poorly, but he reacted even worse to her yeah. reaction. So everyone kind of sucks here. But this just seems like bad relationship drama. She needs to probably like. They need know, to talk if she sure. wants. Yeah, if she wants to deal with this, that means that anytime she brings up any, you know, disparaging terms that he may be a cheater, he's going to freak out and smash everything but the ice cream. Then that's what she's going to have to deal with. Or she could probably take the easiest path. I say easiest. It's not easy, but it's just move on. Like it sucks that like they've been together for five years and they're going to forever have this baggage. What I the, so they've been together five years, two years in the relationship, the cheating happened, and then this thing happens three years after that. So it really makes that's another that's another tally in the this probably he probably didn't cheat category. Oh yeah, if it's been three years and yeah, and then this random thing happened, but this could also have been the canary in the coal mine. Like you, you we we don't have enough information to be able to definitively say anything. Because I, I feel even like even if she freaked out on him, it still feels bad to say that she is even partially an asshole. If I it's know. like it's, it's like hard. real victim blaming, especially whenever he's clearly violent. I want to look at the the anger too. The anger of him being accused 
it, if it there's literally two ways because we do not know exactly how it all went down there's two ways you could perceive that anger one way it is a guilty conscience of him lashing out that he's been caught and then the other the other road being him feeling betrayed while from working so hard at not doing the thing that he's being accused of and then being accused of it anyway because that oh, yes, feels really righteous bad fury too. yeah she and she she admits that she blew up on him, which is you know in a severe emotional reaction. And then her roommate was there, so she blew up on his boyfriend, on her boyfriend, in front of another person. So they must have been pretty bad. And he destroyed all the food. So it's like I want, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall to see the levels of anger on each side. You know what I mean? Just to see because what if he just threw the food down and walked out, and it just so happened it destroyed everything. You know what I mean? Like, what if it was, like, fucking apples and stuff? I don't know. (laughs) I know. So I'm saying, like, what did he throw down that just happened to be destroyed? Turns out they had nothing but, like, bread or something (laughs) like that. It's just, like, non-bread. I don't think that would break if it hit the ground. Like, maybe they only had a bucket of chili from Wendy's, and he just threw it straight into the floor. It was, fucking, it was the fucking from the office. The Kevin yeah, dropping the chili. Yeah. He's like, no, that's all our food. Except for this <laughs> big thing of ice cream we're going to eat after we eat all our chili. It's just a, it's a dented carton of ice cream now. Oh. <laughs> and it's pecan flavor. Oh, the other weird part is that he bought yeah. the ice cream. So did he buy all the groceries? I think he would have had to because he brought her. He was bringing her groceries. That was part of the thing. Oh, that was it. I missed that. That's one sentence. I just knew that there was groceries and he smashed them. Yeah. So yesterday he offered to bring some groceries for me. Yeah. And then he's and then he broke the groceries he brought, symbolizing the feeling of betrayal. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Yeah. Uh, this one's tough without more information, but just on paper, I think he. Uh, like, we just don't have enough information, but it, it seems bad on his side. Like, there's a lot of shade being thrown at the man being the asshole. And her reaction, while out of out of pocket, I guess, is that what the kids say? Maybe she went a little too hard. She would have been better at holding this information and then just looking to see if there was any other red flags or just asking him. Like, hey. Yeah, they really yeah. have to talk about this. She has to be able to articulate the way that the, she has to articulate what exactly it was that sent her into the frenzy, and she has to be willing to compromise that she may have made a mistake, but she cannot give ground to him. If he did cheat, he will use that as a fucking – as an excuse, right? Like so that's a really hard fucking tightrope to, to walk I think because we're talking about this infidelity, right? And we're yeah. – and it's like – and it's a long relationship, so – there it this it's going to be extremely emotional on either side if she if her if her reacting to this it like like i said before if this is the first thing that she's seen that implied that he might be cheating and this is how she reacted that might have been like some sort of wake up call for him you know what i mean like what if something else like this happens and it's in a worse situation like we're alone you know what i mean like right. he broke the so he food. should leave her and Go back yes. to the ex is what you're he trying should, to say. Leave her and go back to the ex. Exactly. <laughs> and then the I mean, girl should get with the roommate. At her apartment. Or better yet, she should get but with both roommates and have like a triplet relationship. You know, like yeah, and everyone's Amory. having. Yeah. Except he's still a roommate with the, the Damien. So it's going to yeah. be really awkward when she stays the night. The Damien roommate just never 
You just he Damien just doesn't ever tell him. Yeah. He's just left out of the loop. All right, I think that's all we can really say for that. Nave, what are we playing next week? Oh my god, it has been an hour and forty five minutes. Well, we had some technical difficulties, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. We really need to play My Hero Academia. Uh, yeah, I want to get that. through that. Besides that, I don't know what else we've been playing. Like, we have so many episodes left before the end of the year, but there's so many games I want to play. But so many, I'm like, man, do we have time to really sit down and play this? Do we have time to sit down and play Serious Sam Arctic Tundra Adventure or whatever? Like, it's hard to find time these days, <laughs> especially when you get arrested at rock shows. Are you just reading yeah, more dude. of her comments? No, I'm looking. I, uh, we have a notification on Reddit. Since we are always on the Am I the Asshole subreddit, we're not getting notifications from them when a trending one happens. And it says, would I be the asshole if I reported the woman who refused to pay me when I babysit her, but I said I hate children? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, this is, the, this is the bump in one right now. God. Everyone's weighing in. See if he hates children or not. There's two people currently typing, apparently. <laughs> Dude, there's people that live on Am I the Asshole, and that's like what they do for fun. This is fun. <laughs> I like this place. All right. And with that, thanks for joining us this week, Co-op Partners. Maybe next time we can all be assholes together. Or, or smash the groceries. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>